I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. An Erio's original. It is me, Lydia Greengrass de Alvaladejo, and it is another week here in America. It's another week in the COVID crisis. It's another week in, well, it's no longer summer, I don't think. When does, when does summer end? Oops, I wrote summer dead. What do you think that means? Summer ends. What is the official end of summer? Hmm. Uh, oops. They want me to sign up. Well, I can't. September 22nd. So we have a couple days left, ladies and gentlemen of summer. Keep, keep your bathing suit on because this is, that's, um, that's exciting. So what is summer? Summer is one of the four seasons that makes that make up the year. It is the warmest time of the year and falls between spring and autumn. And the intervening periods that lead from and to winter, the coldest time of year. Sometimes it's so nice to see things out in front of you like that. You know, you think you know what summer is. You think you know what winter is. But then, you know, when you read it like that, you go, oh, yes, maybe... Yes, it is the hottest time of year, and and winter is the coldest time of year. At the moment, at least, with the global warming, you know, maybe winter will be, you know, out of the question in a couple years. And how about these fires? Oh, my gosh. I, I can't believe it. You know, people are posting pictures of orange skies, you know, orange and, and reds and and, you know, I look at those pictures, I go, oh, my God, what a gorgeous, you know, I'd love a, a dress in that color. I'd love a, you know, a, a, a lip shade. And then, you know, you take a step back and you go, you know, this isn't, these are people's lives that are this shade of red, you know, and red means blood and, and orange means um, caution you know, like the orange cones on the ra- on the roads, um, and it's just so crazy that something is happening. You know, people say it's global warming. People say it's the trees that that are dead, and 
And some people say it's human error. And I think to myself, well, at the end of the day, what does it matter as long as as the fires are burning? And I just think it's so scary. And it made me think to myself, you know, if if there was a fire coming to Rancho and I was, you know, forced to bring one thing with me, what would it be? You know, that's the age old question. If you could bring, you know, there's a fire, you can bring one thing with you. I think I'd bring, um, you know, of course, I'd, I'd, I'd bring my husband, Alessandro, and my boys, Eric and Ty, and we are still watching my, my sister's dog, Pebbles. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd have to bring Pebbles, and um, then if I could still have my choice, I guess I, you know, maybe I'd bring... Um, my i you know my ipod or you know my my um the music you know i think i would bring music or if i could save you know the world is ending you can save one thing to be shot into space you know i would say music because i think music is so important and especially with me learning to sing and and um, I've realized how music shapes the soul. And so, yes, I would definitely want the Martians to have that, you know, or or whoever is up there. If it's maybe other humans. Maybe if it's other humans up there that maybe, you know, we don't know about that maybe got lost up there, you know. But I just think it's so sad that the fi- these fires are happening, and it seems like they're happening so much more now, and I wonder if it's the dry season, because my lips have been chapped, and so I think to myself, well, maybe it's because it's so dry out, but then I think to myself, well, but maybe it's because the sun is getting hotter. You know, here's another thing that I'm going to type in, what is global warming? Because, again, I like to just see it in front of me. And it says, um, I keep yawning. A, A global warming. Noun. A gradual increase in the overall temperature of the Earth's atmosphere generally attributed to the greenhouse effect caused by increased levels of carbon dioxide. Chlorofluorocarbons. Mm, that's a fun word to say. Chlorofluorocarbons. Chlorofluorocarbons. Say that three times. Chloroformancarbons. Chloroformancarbons. And other pollutants. Um, a couple words that jumped out at me. Greenhouse effect. And so now I'll look that up. And this is a great way just when you're reading something, if you don't know. I mean, this is what the internet is is this is this great resource so you can understand everything you read. So the greenhouse effect is a natural process that warms the Earth's surface. When the sun's energy reaches the Earth's atmosphere, and let me just try and picture this. So they do have a picture here, but it seems to be um, more confusing than even the words, so I'm not going to look at it. 
um, that warms the Earth's surface when the sun's energy reaches the Earth's atmosphere. Okay, some of it is reflected back to space. And the rest is absorbed and re-radiated by greenhouse gases. The absorbed energy warms the atmosphere and the surface of the... um, Okay, but what is a greenhouse? A warming of the Earth's surface and troposphere, the lowest layer. So now this is where... It gets me. And for some reason, I'm talking and my voice is just hurting my ears. I feel like I'm in an echo chamber. See, these are the things. So I don't know what global warming is. I can't understand it. Um, the greenhouse gas. Well, I'm going to have to have someone on that, that that tells me about this because I don't, you know, a lot of these words are jumping out at me like radiant energy or thermal infrared or Venus, Mars, fossil fuels. See, when I grew up, fossils were fun. Fossils were cool. You saw a fossil on the ground and you saw, ooh, look at me. I've discovered the past. I've discovered history. Um, but I guess that's not what this is. And, and it's not just burning bones or whatever. It's um, So fossil fuel is formed by... Uh, See, I don't, here's another word, so anaerobic decomposition. So I, you know, to be honest, I don't know how anyone learns anything nowadays because things are, you know, I think people think that because people have the internet that they've got the time and they, you know, and I, I do have time to learn, but, um, so I'm a little peeved right now because I, I, you know, when I can't wrap my head around something, it really does does you know burst my bubble a little bit so maybe i'll just click on a word that maybe i do know like oil okay and so now maybe i'll this is what i do sometimes when i get so far off the path where i can't really understand everything and i start feeling a bit like um you know maybe you know to put me in the to put me in an institution then i go well i do know what oil is and i click on oil and then it says um petroleum reservoir so now i don't know what that is so this is the problem with wikipedia so maybe i'll just type in um um las vegas and here we go so now i now i have a visual here and i know what las vegas is and it's the official city of Las Vegas, and it's known simply as Vegas. All of this I can understand. It's the 28th most populated city in the United States, yes. Um, and it's, it's, uh, its local time is, is 7.43 a.m. So, um, so there you go with that. So now I feel better because now I know that I know about Las Vegas and that I'm, you know, that I don't, that my mind's still working. So anyway, today we have someone very special on. Um, 
she is a teacher in the Chicago teacher district and her name is Julie Madden. She teaches high school kids gulp. Um, what a, what a way to spend your days. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, those, those kids can be troublemakers, but they, they're also the future. So you have to mold those minds well. And I think that, that Julie's someone that's doing that. And, you know, she's going to ease my mind because I have just been racking my brain about how my boys are going to develop in a world where they're home all day and they're they're staring at their screens because God knows that they love their screens and they love their their computers and their games and their their keyboards and their mice and their you know they love all of that and now to say oh well school is part of that it just and you know it it makes me kind of fear that they'll get sucked in in some way that they'll you know become pixelated so anyway, we're going to talk to Julie about what it's like schooling in a virtual age in a time of COVID and and hopefully she'll she'll put my mind at ease. So let's get to it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Lily Agree And I am here. Uh, we are so excited because today we have someone so special, and that is a member of the uh the the education process in Amer- in American schools, and that is uh Miss Julie Madden, who is a uh, a teacher at one of of Chicago's finest institutions. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Yes, I can. Thank you. That was such a nice introduction. So, Julie, uh, we met on uh, Facebook. Just uh, you're, you, we have a couple mutual friends, and I learned how you're a teacher. And I thought, well, gosh, there's no one I'd rather talk to right now than someone dealing with the COVID crisis teachings. Yeah, thank you. Um, we really hit it off, I think, on Facebook and. Um, you know, I, I appreciated your input uh, on what school year will look like, uh, which I think is uh, pretty scary for everybody. Um, you know, the the whether you're hybrid, whether you're all in-person learning, um, which I can't imagine anybody would want their kids to be put through that uh, in-person learning, or whether you're online completely like we will be. 
Okay, so let's just let's get into that. So you what grade do you teach? I'm high school, so I'm freshmen and sophomores. So I feel really bad for my ninth graders who are coming in and I'm not even going to be able to meet those kids face to face. And do you think that it's going to do damage to them in the long run? Um, I mean, well, I don't know about the word damage, but maybe, uh, maybe it'll just, I think it's just going to be a really different experience for Mm -hmm. them. Um, and they're not going to get the, you know, full high school experience, uh, with the pep rallies and with the football games and And the socials and the, you know, and the, Mm -hmm. you know, the drive-ins and, um, so, let me ask you this. So, uh, you know, what are kids, what is the, the word on the street? Do you, do you belong to any sort of, you know, are you in tune with the kids? Do you know what they're saying? Are they saying, you know, gosh, I don't even know, you know, how can a kid even play hooky or do anything like that when, you know, they're at home? Well, I guess they could play hooky by just turning on their computer and maybe turning off the, the camera. Um, with the uh, the video, and then they can just kind of get up. They're logged on, and the teacher can see that they're logged on, but they can turn off the camera and get up and walk around and do what they want. Well, why to can't they should they should have to keep the camera on, shouldn't they? Well, I'm Julie? sure. Yeah, that's ideal, but you know, I don't think. Uh, I think maybe some kids might feel really self conscious or. You know, I sometimes I don't even like to turn on my camera because maybe I'm not feeling too great that day or maybe uh, maybe there's a mess in the background that I don't want people to see. Like I didn't, you know, put the night's dishes away or something. Well, but let me ask you this, Julie, because I'm you know, if you were in school, you couldn't put a bag over your head, you know. And so what's why can't there be the rule of look, you know, if you were in school, you, you have dirty dishes with you. That's the you know, that's your doing. But now that you're, you know, you should have your camera on because we, we don't live in boxes over over our bodies. We don't live with uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, bodies. that's a really that's a good point. I mean, and I also can't go to their house and turn their cameras on. That would kind of break the entire rule of social distancing and why we're doing remote learning anyway. So, uh, you know, moms and dads, maybe look at your kid's computer every now and again and make sure that they're on. And a lot of these kids have to share their computers with their parents because, as you know, you know, a lot of parents are working from home. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Uh, You know, we have a great thing where we can actually lend out laptops to kids from our schools. Uh, So kids just have to let us know and they check them out like their library books. How many laptops do you have that you can do that? Oh, I, I don't know. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm assuming that there's a lot of them in the district. Uh, mm. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I don't I honestly don't know if there's an excuse anymore for not being able to log on remotely uh, because people are really trying to help and get those kids logged on remotely. 
Well, Julie, let me tell you this, because I'm just sick to my stomach thinking of the, you know, kids. Basically, it's kids are now being homeschooled. And I have always said, since I was, you know, for 20, 20 years or so, I've said, you know, homeschooling is, is basically the devil's playground, because you, you know, when I'm home at home, I have an office at home, but you know, I don't, I didn't do school at home and I just wonder what kind of damage that would have done if, if, if I would have done that. And what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that this is the, 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 the homeschooling epidemic and I do call it an epidemic because it does go, it is, you know, once it, once it hits one kid, it hits them all. Um, Do you think that this is something that is going to breed a new, a a new generation of, uh, you know, devilish kind of uh, uh, young, young youngsters? Uh, Well, I mean, um, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of people who have been homeschooled completely in their schooling career who are very good people. Um, Mm. You know, Mm. I don't know if I, you know, maybe the spawn of this will be a little bit less structured children, adults. Maybe it's less, maybe they're, maybe they're not as motivated to do things because, you know, let's admit it, if they're home and they have the choice between doing their English work online uh, or going and playing Xbox or PlayStation. Oh, yes. I'm games, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm sure your sons do the same thing, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. And it's hard for moms and dads to police that kind of stuff and say, you know, no, don't do that. Go do your homework instead. You know, it's, I'm sure it's very hard on them, too. I just, you know, I'm sick to my stomach about it. And I don't know, you know, my twin boys, they, they love video games and, you know, they don't, they don't love to read. They don't love to write. They just, you know, not yet at least, but I do see in, in, in one of them, at least he's, he's very creative with his drawings, you know, quite bloody, but there's, you know, there's uh, my husband says, well, you know, there's, you know, there, there is some creativity there and, and I'm just, I I don't know what to do, you know. Well, what do you think? How long can we go on? Is this something that is going to change the way schools are, that all of a sudden it's going to be schoolhouses? But, you know, I say that in jest because schoolhouses meaning the kids are just at their houses. Well, uh, no. I think when the pandemic is over, we'll go back to school and, uh, you know, maybe kids are just going to be told to wash their hands a lot more. Um, maybe they'll have to wear masks. But, you, you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but I couldn't imagine having a child in school all day and they have to wear masks and and teachers have to wear masks. And, and you know, trying to teach uh, and trying to check a child's work, but you have to be six feet away from them. I mean, what are they supposed to do? Hold up their papers and show them to me six feet away. I, I can't read that far. Well, I'm going to say, Julie, that it's going to be a lot of oral reports. It's going to be a lot of people, um, you know, maybe the spoken word will become something more uh, revered. You know, it's kind of fallen to the wayside recently, but now it'll be less reading and more listening as, as you know, the, the, the ancient civilizations used to do, you know, with storytelling. I'm sure you know about all that. 
um, you know, storytelling. I, I think, I think, yes, you're going to have to really adjust in terms of your expectations of kids. And I think going forward, as you were saying with the homeschooling, um, devilish type children, uh, you know, I really don't like that word devilish. I, I think a little, oh, I don't either, Julie. Right. Right. But I think it's a little bit more, um, you know, we're going to have to teach them how to do school again once we're uh, once we're once we're back in the building. But I also think maybe this could be good for some kids, some kids who who uh, don't like coming to school for various reasons. Maybe they maybe they've found this time to be uh, easier for learning on them. Well, uh, you know, I wonder, though, are those the kids we want running the country Are the kids that say, oh, I don't want to I don't want to get dressed in the morning. You know, those are the kids. I I don't want to see that kid in the White House. Right. You know, I want to see that kid, you know, staying. That's that seems more of someone who's more of an invalid who maybe has some sort of mental um, disturbance that kind of doesn't like going out. And I wouldn't, you know, praising that kind of child, I think may, might be a little dangerous, don't you think? Um, no, because I think uh, praising a child like that, I mean, you know, we're, we're all different, Lydia, we're all different. And I- Oh, well, of course, of mm-hmm. course. But I think with children, we need to have a baseline. I think we need to have a baseline of, you know, get up in the morning and go to and go to school because I know it's fun to play hooky once in a while. But even those the, the hooky kids, if they can't play hooky, then 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 are they even rebels, you know? Um. So I just think this pandemic really would, um, you know, maybe maybe it's showing these kids that, hey, you actually don't have to go to school. And, you know, trust me. Well, that's a dangerous statement, Julie, Mm -hmm, if I may mm -hmm. cut you off there. I think that's a really dangerous statement. Oops. Sorry, just dropped my. Um, I think it's dangerous to say, well, you don't have to go to school, you know, because. Julie, I, you know, I'm not uh, someone who considers myself psychic or, you know, anything like that. But, you know, I do have visions by by looking at my surroundings. And I do see a world in 10 years where there's graffiti on the streets and there's and there's, you know, cars, you know, with their windows broken in and there's, you know, pizza boxes and, 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 and stuff on the streets because I see order being being taken or I see the children being given rain, you know, free rain over their lives. And I'm all for kids self-expression. Believe me. I mean, I am all for finding your individual self. But my God, you know, you, you, you can take the kid out of the school and all of a sudden they're, you know, I've seen kids, Julie, I'm sure you have too. I've seen children and they are wild. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, well, yes. I mean, you know, kids are going to be kids. Like I, I was, I was pretty crazy when I was a kid. But you know, uh, I think maybe a lot of that would fall on parents helping their children. Uh, you know, teaching them skills that would make them more mature and teaching them more responsibility. And you know, I think when you talk about those things, like uh, like pizza boxes in the street and everything, you know, who's to say adults? didn't put them there uh you know why well, they will be adults though julie that's the thing 
in the years to come, those are the adults. True, true. Yes. But, you know, currently, you know, I think I think there's a lot of kids who are concerned or they're they're concerned about, you know, um, you know, are they getting the best education? Will they be able to go to college? And when they go to college, are they even going to be able to be in person? Uh, you know, when they go to college, are they going to get the normal college experience? Uh, just like I was saying with my high school kids not getting a high school experience, are they going to get the normal college experience? You know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of kids dream of that happening. It's almost like, you know, when little girls think of their wedding day, I'm sure lots of other little kids are thinking about when we go to college, I'm going to all the football games and join a fraternity and all that stuff. So, But I don't think they should get married while in college. Uh, right. But I, well, that's not what I was saying. What I was saying was, you know, it's just a fantasy for a child when they get older. Oh, I never. Right. But I never thought of myself as going to college and being married as I, you know, while in college. Right. No, I agree. I don't think I don't think kids should be getting married in college. You know, I yeah. I got married much later in life. And um, yes, yeah, so did I. So did I. Yes. Uh, I am just, uh, you know, I know I'm a broken record here, but sick to my stomach about it. And, you know, I just if so. So you teach you teach English. Yes. And so what happens, you know, do you do you read the books together or then how do you you know, what's what's your what's going to happen? Our kids read uh, digital books now because we can't give them hard copy books because of coronavirus. We, we're not sure if those books are safe to give out and we don't want oh, kids gosh. to the building. Oh. So, I mean, it really is like being in some sort of, it's, 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 it's like being sucked into some sort of video game. It really is. You know, like yeah. some sort of Mario Brothers where you're in there and you, you know, you're being told, well, I don't want, you know, the digital. I don't want to be looking through a screen and someone's pulling you in and they're saying, well, you're not getting out of here until you beat the bad guy or, you know, you beat mm. the, the, you know, the big dragon. And if they have to go to the bathroom, do they ask or do they do now they just go? Uh, I mean, I believe they just go. Uh, so yeah, no one really says, can I go to the bathroom? Um, and you know, I guess that's okay because, you know, when you're in school and they ask to go to the bathroom, you know, that could be quite disruptive when you're trying to instruct and you're trying to teach and then, you know, someone, Hey, I need to go to the bathroom. Uh, and you stop what you're doing. I guess, you know, if someone has some sort of bladder issue. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. That, I mean, that, yes. Well, what is your outlook, Julie? Is it is it of a bright future or is it a virtual, you know, dystopian um, kind of uh, uh, strange, strange world? Uh, well, I mean, I think my outlook is positive. I'm not quite sure, uh, you know, I... To be honest with you, you know, I think maybe this like idea of this virtual dystopian world might be a little um, over exaggerated. And, you know, that's okay, because a lot of people are are not sure what is going to happen. But I have more of an optimistic outlook Mm -hmm. that this will um, this will be over, hopefully within this school year. And, And we will be able to return to the classroom and we can pick up where 
we left off, uh, you know, we might need to do some, you know, simple lessons. Like, remember, these are the school rules. Like you mentioned the bathroom. It's not like riding a bike, is it, Julie? You know, you don't get right back on. Right, right. No. And, you know, I mean, I'm fortunate where I teach high schoolers. So I think they're a little bit more mature. Uh, you know, I can't imagine the the teachers with the little ones. I'm sure, well, yeah, I'm sure boys, that is yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're doing all virtual, just like you. Mm-hmm. And um, it is, it's scary, to mm-hmm. in a word if i you know it's a it's a scary sight to see mm-hmm. to see the boys just you know their their eyes kind of glaze over and they're looking but they're not really seeing you know and mm-hmm. i do you know i had to pull them aside the other day and i i said um you know do you do you know what are you are you taking any of this in and you know it was it was almost you know like a catatonic state and it was it was it was as though they forgotten how to interact with humans mm-hmm. i mean you know to be quite honest with you lydia you know that's probably something that they do in the classroom too uh you know i can't tell you how many times i've been up in front of my students and where I look out and, you know, I just feel like snapping my fingers in front of their face, like, hello, hello, is anybody home? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sure you and I can also commiserate on this, that when you're in a meeting that you that you really don't want to be in, you <laughs> kind of glitches over, you know, don't oh, wanna, yes. Yes. You, you know, you're, 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 you're there, but you're not really there, there. But I'd love, you know, the my boys to just be, you know, into the classics and and Shakespeare and and you know have a love of of just the written word in that sense. And you know, and and it's okay that you know, you, especially Eric is more visual. He's the artist. He's the one, and you know, and 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 my husband says, you know, it's okay. He's more visual in the things that he sees in his brain you know though though you know scary to us maybe you know illuminating maybe uplifting to other people so you know that's that's you know it's i'm not i'm not worried about it yet but it's definitely something i'm well yeah it's you know like that kind of stuff you know could be could be a little worrisome uh you know. Well, there's yes, there's a lot of you know, the imagery is just so intense, in in a word, and 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 it's just a lot of reds and blacks and um, mm. you know, it also it, it you know it almost seems like something medieval is what comes out of his of his um, head. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, medieval can, you know, sometimes be good because think about, you know, the Canterbury Tales and, uh, you know, maybe maybe that's where he got that idea. I, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's read that. Uh- uh, he uh, he definitely hasn't, but you know he watches. Uh, who who knows who knows where he gets his ideas from? But um, you know I've never seen anything like it. Um, so Julie, thank you so much for coming on. And you thank know you. I needed I needed someone in you know in on the front lines to to ease my mind to let me know what they thought. And it, you know it has. It's nice to know that you have an optimistic view of the future. And and that you you see schooling as as something that's you know gonna be back to normal in no time. Uh, yeah, I mean maybe not in no time, but at some point in time. That's the uh, that's that's 
that's the takeaway here. And I also would say, you know, parents out there, just know that what you're seeing at home is probably what is happening in the classroom. So uh, don't think mm. your kids are doing a bad job and please don't think that your teachers are doing a bad job. Uh, just know that what you're seeing is basically what happens in the school building. It's just playing out right now in front of your eyes in real time. Mm. All right. Well, it's a call to arms for the parents out there, a call to, you know, we're all on the front lines here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Julie Madden, thank you so much for being on. Have a wonderful time with this new uh, way of learning. And thank you for you for listening to Let's Talk with me, Lydia Greengrass, de Abeladejo. Thank you, Lydia. Thank you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.